Welcome to GCAF Manila Podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. Mapagpalang umaga po sa lahat. Happy Sunday everyone! So once again, we are here with our series, Amidst Pandemic, Missions Continue. Amidst Pandemic, Missions Continue. Last Sunday, we have... We have learned about that we are blessed to be a blessing. Pastor Jether preached about the topic that God, uh, through Abraham, blessed us so that we will become a blessing to other people. And by the virtue or the virtue of our Lord Jesus Christ na ating pong tinanggap at yung ating tagapagligtas, tayo po ay talagang binless ng Panginoon so we can be a blessing to other people. And it doesn't change. Kahit ngayon pong panahon ng pandemic, we are still a blessing to other people. Today, we are going to discuss about a scenario where, where in Jesus Christ, nakita niya yung crowd and there is something that He wanted us to, ha- to be ngayong umaga na ito. He wants us to remain faithful to God's mission kahit ano pong mangyari. And that's the title of our series, of our message today. Remaining faithful to God's mission. Our text is found on Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 38. Let us read the Word of God. And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into His harvest. The key word we need to ring out sa ating pong message ngayong umaga na ito is that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Perhaps many of us are thinking today, hindi ko nakikita ito. No? O kaya naman, may ibang mga tao nag, nag, nag-iisip, I have my own problem na kailangan kong i-deal. I, naapektuhan ako ng pandemic. But let's go back and let's study and let's have an open mind and an open heart to hear and feel the heart of Jesus. And He wanted us to remain faithful amidst pandemic because mission continues. The question is, paano nga ba ako mag- mananatiling faithful sa Great Commission ng Panginoon in this time of crisis? No? It has been almost two years na po yung COVID-19 at you know, hindi pa rin nababago. Na parang mas marami pa rin yung daily count na nadadagdag compare last year. 
So how can we remain faithful? Paano tayo magiging matapat? Let's look at the text and we are going to have three na mga bagay, three things we need to consider and we need to have so that we can remain faithful kahit po sa padahod po ng crisis na to. Number one, we need to have the right perspective. Tamang pananaw. Marami nga po tayong naririnig na mga na mga motivational speaker saying, in everything, it's all about right perspective. And yes, we need to agree with that. We need to have that right perspective. Just like our Lord Jesus Christ. In Mark 1.15, ang Panginoon Jesus nangangaral and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. In this particular verse, what we are trying to say is that the perspective we need to have as believers bilang mga mananampalataya, more than seeing what is the negative things nangyayari sa paligid o kaya yung mga circumstances natin or the uncertainties of the future. Ngayon nga po, nagulat ako, ang gasolina ay meron ng 61, meron pang 70 sa ibang lugar. Go, nung, nung bumiyay papuntang Pangasinan, 50 pesos, uh, 50 pesos yung pinakamura. Sabi ko, wow! No, hindi natin alam. Ano, ano yung ano? What's, what's that thing? What's the future holds? Ano po? At minsan, ginagamit ito with, with the political arena ngayon na iba-iba yung mga labanan. No? Marami mga nag nagpo-post, marami nag-aaway minsan, nagdi-debate, magkakaimigan, magkaaway, ano po, pag sa comment sa kanila mga political beliefs. But the perspective we need to have is this. The kingdom of God is at hand. Malapit na po ang pagdating ng kaharian ng Diyos. Parating na po ang ating Panginoong Jesus. Because when we, when I think that way, the fear, the doubts, and even yung aking pag-aalala ay mapapalitan ng excitement. Because if these things inalaw ng Panginoon mangyari, and if these things nakikita natin sa paligid natin ay part ng prophecy ng Panginoon, nang naisulat sa salita ng Diyos, then we need to be excited in a way that we believe that indeed God is true sa kanyang mga pangako at darating na siya. Pabalik na ang ating Panginoon. I remember Kuya Morris, uh, our partner in missionary, lagi niyang binabanggit in Tagalog, darating na si Jesus, sabi niya. Handa ka na ba? Handa ka na ba? And that is the question I want to ask to every believers and even everyone who is listening right now. Parating na si Jesus, ready ka na ba? Handa ka na bang harapin ang ating Panginoon? Now, the right perspective we can see also sa example ni Jesus Christ. Our text, as I read it, chapter 9, nakita ko na maraming ginawa ang Panginoon. Nagpagaling siya ng may mga sakit, nagpalayas ng demonyo. 
tinawag niya, nag-recruit siya ng kanyang mga disciple, those people who, whom he wants to partner sa kanyang pangangaral tungkol sa parating nakaharian ng Panginoon. At nakita niya yung kahirapan sa paligid, nakita niya yung problema politically, socially, culturally, economically, nagihirap yung mga tao. And by the way, in the book of Matthew, Jesus was introduced as the king, royalty. And so if I'm going to put my shoes on Jesus, and then I see the, yung mga nangyayari sa paligid, I might feel bad about myself. I, I am supposed to be the person na magahari sa mga to. Bakit ganito nangyayari? But you know what? Jesus was secured in His personhood, in His identity. He is secured in His identity. By the way, our identity is not measured on what is happening outside. Our identity is who we really are. And so with Jesus, in Matthew 3, 16 to 17, and Jesus was baptized immediately, he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, Ano ang kanyang identity? This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. So yung identity ni Jesus Christ, in spite of the crisis, political, social, economical, even spiritual crisis, nung siya ay nandito sa, sa Israel, ano po, nung siya ay nabubuhay dito sa mundong ito, hindi po ito nabago. Secured siya sa sinabi ng Ama sa Kanya. This is my beloved Son. Sa baptism ng Panginoon, inaffirm ng Father at ng Holy Spirit kung sino siya. Jesus ministered out of this strong sense of His identity as a Son of God, filled with the Holy Spirit. And then we can see sa kanya mga declaration, I am the bread of life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The light of the world. The good shepherd, etc. All showed that he was certain. Siguradong sigurado siya kung sino siya. And you know, it's so important that in times of crisis, we need to be sure and we need to hold on kung sino talaga tayo sa harap ng Panginoon. And so in this time of challenges and crisis, ano po? The proper perspective kung sino po tayo ay mahalaga so we can continue on doing and partnering sa ating Panginoon sa kanyang mission. Sino nga ba tayo? Last year, we have a series about it. Yung who am I, no? This is me. We are beloved children of God. We are empowered by the Holy Spirit. And He is with us. As we go kung anumang mga difficulties ng buhay natin. We are not victims. Can you say, can you shout out sa inyong mga Facebook, I am not a victim. We are victorious. 
You know, when Paul said doon sa Corinthians, ano po, that you, uh, sa Romans, I should say, that we are more than conquerors. We are more than victorious. It is not a, it, it is not a, a golden era in a perspective ng mundo na parabagang ang mga Kristiyano ay nagkakapikapilan sa labas o madali ang nararanasan. They are being persecuted. They, they were perplexed. They, they, they are doing a lot of things, good things para sa ibang mga tao and yet they were persecuted. And yet, for Paul, and the truth is that in Christ, we are more than victorious. Because if God is for us, who can be against us? We are His ambassadors, His channels of blessing, even in this point of time, even in crisis, even you are suffering, still our identity is that we are more than victorious. Someone have said, you can be a victim or you can be a victor. But you can be, you can't be both. You can be a victim, or you can be a victor, but you can't be both. You know, I, will, I just want to ask ano po, a personal question to each one of us. How do you see yourself in the midst of crisis? How do you see yourself right now? Are you a victim? Are you that kind of uh, are we that kind of person that say but kasi dumating pa tong covid na to. Ang daming planong hindi nangyari. Nahirapan ako. Hindi ako makaperform ng maayos. Na-promote nga ako pero maraming trabaho. Maraming stress. You know, if that's the mentality that we have, that's a victim mentality. But a victor mentality will always think and will always be sure that God is for him, God is for us, that God is with us. God will empower us. There is a power at work within us. There is a, the grace of God is sufficient to sustain us in every season of our lives. And so we cannot say that there is a point in our life that we are defeated. Because there is also a verse in the Bible that where sin abounds, the grace of God abounds more. But that is not a license to sin. Hindi yun licensya para magkasala. Ito ay inspiration for us to be grateful sa biyaya ng Panginoon. There is no point of time that we can say we are victim because from the foundation of the world, ipinlano na ng Panginoon, He is our God, the God who saves, the missional God. And He's not just saving yung ating spiritual na kalagayan. He is also concerned in every detail of our lives. We are the trophies of His grace. That's our identity. And we are more than victorious. Amen? We are more than victorious. It's all about your mentality. Do, uh, do you have that victim mentality or a victor mentality? Because every problem, sabi nga na marami, pag may problema, may solusyon. 
Kung walang solusyon ng problema, then baka direksyon ang ibinibigay ng Panginoon. Tama po ba? Now, moving on. Just like Jesus Christ, for us to remain faithful and amidst the pandemic, we need to be sure on our identity. We need to be secured on our identity. Second, no, having the right perspective, Jesus, Jesus stayed true to His purpose. Naging totoo po siya sa kanyang layunin. And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. Yan po yung sabi ng Matthew 9.35. You know, someone have said, actually, nabasa ko isang reflection paper ng ating estudyante dito sa IGSL, si Jovert. Sabi niya, yung singleness and marriage. Sabi niya, if you cannot find your purpose, how can you lead your future wife? So it's so important to really know what is our purpose. For Jesus Christ, ito yung kanyang purpose. My food is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. My food. In other words, for Jesus, ang kanyang pagkain, which means, if we're going to dig deeper here, my pleasure, my my reason of living or what makes me alive or keeps me alive is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. And that is also the purpose why God has created us. God has created us to be partners with Him. The, all the more, not only partners with Him in ruling the earth, and now we are saved now that Jesus came down on earth at niligtas tayo yung mga mananampalataya. The reason why you are saved, why God saves, is for us to do His will. And what is His will? To bless all nations. To be a blessing to every tribe, every tongue, every people, every land. That is His purpose. And He stayed true sa Kanya pong purpose. Kaya nga po, kahit na siguro nung, nung, yung, yung scenario na siya ay pumunta because John chapter 4, the context and the story behind there is the Samaritan woman. Nung dumating yung mga disciple na sabi, Teacher, kain ka kasi hindi pa siya kumain. Hindi ko alam kung gaano katagal na hindi siya kumain. But when Jesus saw the crowd, when Jesus saw yung mga tao na papalapit, maghihintay ng kanyang mensahe, hindi niya naramdaman yung gutom ng pisikal niyang katawan because he got so pumped up. He, was, he got so excited. This is my purpose. To save, to seek, and save the lost. What's your purpose? Some said, we'll say, what's your niche? But what's your purpose? 
Do you know your purpose? So if we know our purpose, then we need to stay true. What is our reason of living? I hope if we are really followers of Christ, we will also join Him in seeking and saving the lost. Pangatlo, Jesus never lose sight or lost sight of the big picture. Hindi po nawala yung kanyang paningin sa big picture. Now after John was arrested, so in the example of Jesus Christ sa kanyang buhay, yung kanyang pinsan na aresto, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. If you can see the scenario, here is John the Baptist. He is the forerunner of Jesus. Ibig sabihin, siya yung preparation party ni Jesus Christ. Siya yung mag, magpo-proclaim na may parating na Messiah. And John had, uh, nagawa niya yung role niya. And then suddenly, may dumating na balita kay Jesus Christ. At sabi, na-aresto si John. Na-aresto yung pinsan mo. Kaya naman ni Jesus mag-utos sa anghel, itakas mo yung pinsan ko. O kaya naman, pag yung emotion niya, yung, nag, nag, kumbaga yung sinudod niya, mag, mag, ano muna ako, mag-break muna ako kasi I'm so down, nakulong yung pinsan ko, walang ginagawang masama. I remember, I remember a meme, hindi ko lang na ilagay dyan, but there's a meme na sabi, there's a certain Christian saying to the Lord, Lord, I'm all out for you. And then suddenly, may inconvenience, malilit na inconvenience na nangyari, andoon sa gilid, nagmumukmuk. Why is it so hard to be a Christian? You know, in the same way, yung mga leaders great leaders endure because they always look at the big picture. They never lost sight of the big picture. And what is the big picture? The kingdom of God is coming. If COVID-19 is allowed by God to happen and perhaps, as I am reading in the Old Testament, even Persia, the king of Persia, even the, the pagsakop ng Israel in the time of, you know, no, iba't ibang mga mananakop, is an instrument of God to fulfill yung kanyang pangako na parating na Messiah. Then, COVID-19, we should look at it. As a message of God saying, look at the big picture. I can use what seemed to be parang pangit na sitwasyon sa'yo, pero I can turn it around for good. What if everything that is happening is actually God is aligning everything to what is to come? The kingdom of God is at hand. 
Never lose sight of the big picture. Never lose sight. Because what is a big picture in Revelation nakalagay doon? And I saw the crowd singing, You are worthy. The Lamb of God is worthy. Singing from every tribe, every people, every land, giving glory and honor to the Lamb of God. That's the big picture. Maybe you are right now a small group leader. You're tired. Ang tagal ng breakthrough ng mga members under you. Maybe you are a, a, a teacher teaching the new generation of our country and you hold that as a calling because you want transformation to happen to our nation and you got tired as if wala nang kwenta yung ginagawa natin. Maybe you are a businessman doing your business for, for the Lord, no? And then dumating COVID-19, nahirapan ka sa business mo. I'll tell you, never lose sight of the big picture. God can use whatever season ng buhay natin to align it to His will. And that is, the kingdom of God is coming. Or in our fourfold gospel, the King is coming. Jesus, the coming King. The second ano po, thing that we need to consider for us to have, to remain faithful in the Great Commission is we need to reach out to people. Yes, proper mindset. Yes, I'm not losing the mindset that Jesus is coming and every people, every land will, will give Thanks sa Panginoon or praise Him. We need to do what we need to do. And what's that? Reach out to people. Reach out to people. Let's look at Matthew 9 verse 36. When He saw the crowds, anong, anong meron kay Jesus? He had compassion for them. Because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd, harassed and helpless. Do we see people like that? Do we have compassion? Because Jesus has great compassion to every people. In fact, even in Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, sabi po ng Panginoon, And He said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Now, if you're going to look at this, ano po? it shows yung focus talaga ng Panginoon is not just to have followers, but to have fishers of men. You see the compassion of Jesus that the crowd, the people will have someone to shepherd them. Kaya nga po hindi sinabi ni Jesus, follow me and you will sit down on the temple with me. Follow me and you will be, you know, you will be a successful person. Jesus said in Matthew 4.19, follow me 
And I will make you what? Fishers of men. Why? Because the very heart of Jesus is that he is thinking of the crowd. He is, he is thinking of the people. He is thinking of the lost. He is thinking of those who are harassed. Of those who are helpless. Of those people who is confused. They don't know what to do. They don't know where their, their soul will go pag sila'y namatay. They don't know kung, pa, kung may pag-asa pa ba yung kanilang mga buhay. They don't know kung ano mangyayari sa kanila after death. They don't know how to be comforted in times of confusion, in times of hardship, in times of pandemic. Hear, hear the words of Christ. Follow me. And what does he intend you to become when you follow him? So that you will help. You will shepherd those who are harassed and helpless. Jesus is not concerned on, on how many likes and how many followers he had in Facebook. What ang KPI ni Jesus, kung KPI man ang term, is how many is reaching out to others. So for us to be faithful in the Great Commission, it's not just having a, an intention to reach out others, but to do something in reaching them out. You see, the heart of Jesus is for the crowd. He has compassion for the crowd. And so we need to have that kind of heart. Maybe you have a fellow, stress ka sa work mo and you're a Christian. Yes, I'm not saying we are, we are invulnerable in his on stress. But think of it, you have Christ, you are stressed. How about those na walang Kristo sa buhay nila? Think of it. You know, Jesus' heart was compassionate towards people. And it reflected the Father's love toward people from the beginning, from Genesis. He spent much time with people. He reached out to people and ministered to people. His compassion was expansive and inclusive, not exclusive. Ano po? For Jesus, there were no outcasts, no second-class citizens. You know, he touched the leper. He forgave the adulterer, adulteress. He was a friend of sinners. He healed the sick. He fed the hungry. He cast out demons from people. He raised the dead. He blessed the children. Jesus' actions was overflowed from his compassion for people. And the very reason we exist as a church is because of the compassion of Jesus for those He wanted to reach out through us. This is not about building our social status, mga kapatid, or having a perfume of religiosity. This is because Jesus has compassion for people. In fact, he crossed barriers to go and reach out to people. 
He crossed cultural, social, and moral barriers to talk to the Samaritan woman in John 4. He crossed geographical and cultural barriers to heal the demon-possessed man in Greek-speaking province of Decapolis. Jesus. Hindi tayo yung unang obeying beyond borders. Hindi, hindi, po ta, hindi po tayo yung unang nagsabi ng borderless. It is because we see Jesus is borderless in His compassion. So we go borderless as a church because people need to experience the boundless love of Christ. Amen? So let's go borderless. Albert Einstein said, Compassionate people are geniuses in the art of, what kind of art? Living. More necessity to the dignity, security, and joy of humanity than the discoverers of knowledge. Will you be genius in the art of living? Let me just tell you a story. There was a certain couple in one of the states in the United States of America na they are fighting and fighting to the yung marriage lies in the brink of divorce. And they have a pastor friend, a, family, a pa pastor friend in the Philippines na hindi na nila nakausap for nine years almost or seven years. And then suddenly the pastor received a, a phone call hearing the words, Pastor, 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 masisira na yung pamilya ko. Pastor, kailangan ko ng tulong. The pastor is busy. Marami nang hinahawakang mga Bible studies, small groups, leading a church in the midst of pandemic. But the pastor gave time with that call. And so the pastor invited them, the couple, both the woman at saka yung lalaki to have a Tawag nito kung may teleconsultation, may telecounseling. The, the woman is under the pastor's wife, no? the counseling, and the man is meeting with the pastor on a weekly basis for the pastor think, ano lang to, mga two sessions. Pero yung two sessions naging more than ten sessions. He's, he give, he, the pastor gave time to that person, pagkatapos ng Sunday, Sunday services, on the evening, and there are times that the pastor thinks, ano ba itong ginagawa ko, hindi ko naman ito miyembro? Wala naman ako mapapala dito kasi hindi naman namin ito mapupunta sa church. And so, the pastor and the pastor's wife, wife invited them to a vertical marriage couples group. And they teach them principles about going vertical sa kanilang samahan. And God used itong pagkakataon na ito because they keep on attending religiously, they learn and their marriage is restored sweeter than before. And not only that, the couples 
the couple na at the brink of their divorce now started to have their own small group with their neighbor sa US. You know, when we spell love, sabi nga ni Rick Warren, it is spelled T-I-M-E. Time. Time is a commodity na hindi mapapalitan. Time is something na hindi talaga marirecycle. You can earn money, but you can't earn time. And you know, I don't know, no? Do we, kung mga nagda-dedicate pa tayo ng time to think of how can I minister to someone who is helpless and harassed by Satan? Or we always think that itong time is only for me. As I've said, like Jesus, let's go borderless. No? Let's don't care if ito bang may pakinabang ba ako pag inalagaan ko to, may pakinabang ba ako pag ginawa ko ba itong ministry na ito, meron bang kickback sa akin ito? Because you know, the greatest kickback is that when you hear Jesus saying to you, well done, good and faithful servant. Let alone you have been saved by Christ. And so what are you doing with a great blessing that God has given you? Bonus na lang yung sasabihin ng Panginoon kung tutusin, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Bonus na lang kung may crown man tayo makuha sa langit. Bonus na lang kung pagpalain niya tayo dito sa mundo because yung salvation pa lang meron tayo. And the time that God has given us an attention is more than enough to push us to reach out to others. This pandemic has caused crisis, but it has also opened so many opportunities for us to be Christ's ambassador to a world that desperately needs Him. As our country and our whole world continues itong with this pandemic, now more than ever, people need to know the love and compassion of Jesus. In this time where fear is rampant, people need to experience the peace that only Jesus can give. In this time when many are at the point of despair, people need to know that there is hope in Jesus. Let's ask God to fill our hearts with compassion for people. And like Jesus, let's reach out to people and minister to their needs. Let's cross all kinds of barriers and bring the love of Jesus to them, even the barrier of Zoom fatigue. Kahapon, I was telling my wife, sabi ko, Kasi may Bible study ako pag Saturday ng gabi, sabi ko, parang pagod ako. Parang ayoko munang i-meet to mga to. Mga 30 minutes before ko sila i-meet. 
Akala ko extrovert ako, hindi pala. <laughs> May Zoom fatigue din. But you know what keeps me? Keeps me parang moving forward. Is when I remember na utang na loob ko sa Panginoon yung kaligtasan ko. At utang ko sa mga tao yung kaligtasan na kailangan nila. We are debtors of God's grace. So the only way to fight that is no other but to stick on the plan of Christ. Just do it. In season, out of season. Pagod ka, wala ka sa mood, may problem ka, just do it. Because yan si Jesus, may problema siya when he was reaching out the people. Ang titigas ng ulo ng mga Jewish people. Nire-reject siya ng mga religious leader na expert kuno sa batas ng Panginoon. And then, if we see Jesus, yung compassion niya over his own emotion, over his own needs, we need to follow that kind. Why? Well, he is our master. And we are not more than our master. Moving on. Realign your priorities. Verse 36 to 38. Realign your priorities. In Matthew 9, 36 to 38, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into His harvest. What's, what's the point of priority here? The key word, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. There is now the sense of urgency because yung word ng Panginoon, when you say pray, what kind of prayer? Earnestly. Eagerly. Kung sa Tagalog pa, magmakaawa ka ng gusto na magpadala ang Lord of the Harvest ng laborer sa kanyang gap, gapasan o harvest. The harvest is a priority. Sending workers is a priority. A priority that calls for much Prayer. During these times when movement across the countries and regions are restricted, the harvest has become even more plentiful. And the workers have become fewer. The need for prayer has become even greater. Nakita ng Panginoon, Sobrang daming pwedeng gawin. Sobrang daming kailangan gawin. Hindi nga pwede. Kailangan gawin. Sense of urgency. Anong sagot niya? Pray earnestly. Pray 
earnestly na magpadala ang Panginoon ng kanyang mga manggagawa. Makikita natin ang priority ng Panginoon even sa kwento po ng The Lost Ship. Isa lang yung nawala, pinuntahan ng Panginoon, ng, ng shepherd. It shows na sa puso ng Panginoon, talagang priority ang lost na ibalik sila sa kawan ng Diyos. Ibalik sila sa kaharian ng Diyos. Manumbalik sila sa Panginoon. It's not about logical, but iniwan yung 99. It's about showing the heart of God for the lost. When we look at Jesus' life and ministry, we see that His priority was to fulfill God's purpose for His life here on earth. And let me ask, how about us? What is our call? We have a global crisis on one hand and the Great Commission on the other hand. This is a challenge for all of us who call ourselves disciples of Jesus. And ano yung sabi na Panginoon? Follow me and I will make you sit down on the church, sit down on your couch, do your own thing, I will make you successful. No, he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. To remain obedient to Christ's command in this time of COVID, we need to realign our priorities with His priorities and participate in whatever we can to fulfill the Great Commission. And may I challenge you, start with prayer. Prayer. Pray that the Lord of the harvest would send laborers. And we, ano po, must do it because ito yung sabi ng Panginoon. I don't know kung anong emotion ng Panginoon, but when He said His heart was filled with compassion, He might be teary, He might be crying, He might be saying, magmakaawa kayo sa Panginoon, sa Diyos ng harvest, to send mga manggagawa. And perhaps, while praying, you will realize, ikaw pala yun. Ikaw pala yun, yung ipapadala niya. Because yung burden nagsisimula when we pray for it, hanggang sa maging love natin yung pinagpipray natin, hanggang sa tayo'y kumilos sa pinagpipray natin. But let's start praying earnestly. Because as a church, by God's grace, this is our vision for the next seven years. By God's grace, the Lord will make us a disciple-making church committed to the Great Commission. We are committed to Great Commission. How does it look like? We are praying that God is going to produce 70 small group leaders by 2028 actively leading their small group and multiplying themselves to others. And we are also praying that in seven years, we have won. We are partnering with a local missionary in Pakistan, but we are praying 
to support seven unreached people group. We are going to be intentional. We are not just going to preach. We're going to be intentional to engage in the Great Commission, the unreached people group. At least we are praying for seven. My question is, will you pray with us? Will you join us in prayer? Or will you be an answer to that prayer? Let us realign our priorities. Ano ba naman? I-give up mo lang yung isang food panda order mo. Kung nag-isip ka, nag-crave ka ng isang food panda, nag-crave mo na isang milk tea. Ano ba naman na i-commit ko ito para sa mission? Because if we are going to engage sa seven and rich people group, we need money to do that. We have committed 120,000 per year sa isang partner natin sa Pakistan. And we want to add one more perhaps next year. Lord willing, will you be part of that? It doesn't need na malaki. Kaagad. Realign. Food panda. Bawas ng konte. Naglalakihan naman na po tayo halos lahat. No? I, I don't know yung iba. Bakit yung iba lumiliit? Unfair ang mundo. Bakit ganun? No? Marami pero tumama... Bad word yung sasabihin ko. Maraming nagiging healthy pa vertical. Horizontal. Horizontal. Bawasan ng food panda. Milk tea. Or ano man. How about committing to pray every Wednesday? Just one hour. Praying for our missionaries. Praying for the unreached people group. There is a lot of things we can do if we align ourselves to the Great Commission, to the will of God. That's the challenge ano po, that I want us to give sa bawat isa. Chica of Manila, we are going, we are borderless. Will you be part? Will you be faithful amidst the pandemic? But I believe God is going to empower us because sabi nga ng kanyang call, Follow me, hindi sinabing, and you will become. Ang sabi niya, I, sabi ng Panginoon, ako mismo, I'm going to transform you, empower you, be with you to become fishers of men. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the reminder that we need to remain faithful in your call to us. We need to do it in season, out of season, out of strength, out of weakness, out of prosperity and even poverty. In whatever situation, Panginoon, help us, O God, empower us by the power of your Spirit to remain faithful to your call. Lord, marapit ka nagtubatig And in honoring you, we offer our lives. Help us to be faithful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join the GCAF Manila community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, 
Let's continue to obey beyond borders. Thank you.